I think the only Marvel movie that deserves to be on the final list is the first Iron Man. The first Iron Man. But I think I'm that's very comfortable one. arguing no. it any Marvel to stay off. You disagree, the list. I know. What came before okay, the first Iron but Man? But I disagree oh, with what, you. What superhero okay, film about, was the best? When we say Marvel, we're talking about Spider-Man. MCU specifically, yeah, Joshua. MCU. We're talking about MCU specifically, not I believe Spider-Man's part of the MCU. No, not not, not the Tobey Maguire. Not, not yet, if, ladies and gentlemen. Not, not yet. yet. If not you yet. want to, if <laughs> hello and welcome to the podcast. This welcome. Is, this is a new everybody. podcast. It, it might have been like Demon Possessed. It was a fairly large mutated looking chicken we were born in the north but we grew up in the south we learned all of our words from pennsylvania and people are that toboggan that little toboggan not a toboggan toboggan is a sled okay (laughs) dude i can't take it Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works podcast. We're so glad to see you, all you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. Nailed it. And yeah, crazy yeah. crack dads. And the crazy crack dads, but that doesn't have a G on it, so it doesn't go in the opening. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, everybody. We'll make up, a, we'll make up one that we can put the crack dads in there. Yeah. Are you yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy crack. Are you crazy crack? Are you, are you crazy c- crackers? You c- Calmacept, you Calmacept, you crook. Hello and um. welcome to the Wise Works <laughs> podcast. I am your guest, Seth. I thought Seth you were is guest. I'm here to bring a better dynamic. Let's a go. better dynamic. Or well, a an elevated dynamic, dynamic, I should say. Elevated. You're the new, uh, host, right? Yes, I'm the new host. You mean, we got Seth beach? here. He lives in Virginia Beach now. Sleeping <laughs> on our couch. He doesn't yep. have a home yet. So Hold well, I'm going to upgrade my bed to a queen. All right. And, and you guys are going to share. And that, yeah. Very nice. No divider. No divider. No divider. <laughs> <Gosh>. no divider. <laughs> Not even a blanker? Blanket? No. I can get rid of my body pillow now. All right. There you go. <laughs> Freaking. So we're, uh, no. we got Seth here. We got Seth here. Uh, he's just up visiting yeah. for the weekend. Um, we're going to have a good old time. Grand old time. Joshua turned, what age? 26. 26 yesterday. Um, I'm getting old. You did not turn 26 yesterday. You turned 24 yesterday. Calling me out. Um, I will be 26 later this year. But, um, yeah, so, Seth, uh, what was the ride like? Uh, How's things going in your life since we talked to you last? Uh, The ride was fine. Um, It was, you know, going through Charlotte is always, you know, pretty rough, especially on a Friday like that. The rest of the way was really, really clear until I got onto 64. Mm-hmm. And you know, but after once I got there with all the construction, and everything it was really slammed. But um, you know, the rest of the road was pretty open. It was a pretty easy drive. It just you speaking know, like a true uh, a true southern driver. Like everybody southern. knows what you're, what you're talking about when you say 64. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know that's the name of the road. They have names for a reason. I'm not going to say names the road that had the big White House on it or something. Hey, or the, shout out the, if the you baseball. got. The baseball. The baseball. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Have you all... Uh, <clears throat> so, what, is, uh, what has been something that you've been watching, you guys have been watching recently? Anything fun? Yeah. That was that was a good show. Yep. Yes, it was. Oh. All sorts of stuff. Did funny. you finish Naruto? I did finish Naruto. Okay. How yeah. was that? It, like it ended very well. Because mm-hmm. the, the, there's one character named Sasuke. 
Yeah. Sasuke, good old Sasuke. They, they say his name a bunch in the show, but uh, they do that with every character uh, who's just annoying throughout the show. I'm like, I don't know. why? Sasuke was a good guy. He's, he's like this emo character who's out for his own. He wants to he wants to sort of do a similar thing to the main character, but in his own way, and it's not the good way, right? So throughout the show, he's just like being a little snothead. And at the very end, he finally, finally sees the error of his ways, right? At the very end? At the very end, and you're like, oh, thank God. That's Finally. interesting. What other characters are there in movies that you just can't stand, and then they try to turn around at the Once end? Once he turned oh. good, I liked him. It's kind of like <laughs> uh, Dante Bosco's character in that show, Avatar. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh, Zuko. Yeah. yeah, but I yeah. liked him even when he was bad. He was fantastic. Because character. he had to capture the Avatar, yes. <laughs> reclaim his honor. Honor! <laughs> Fantastic! It'd be uh, awesome if everybody here well, had seen the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it would be that. great. What yeah. the heck, man? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't we subject. watch any of that last night? We could have watched that last yeah. night because mm-hmm. there's too many things I'm trying to watch. That's true. Trying too to many get things. Attack on Titan. Trying to get your final <laughs> space. Trying to get. Well, I've seen his final space. I'm trying to f- catch up. I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to <laughs> not catch up. I'm trying to rewatch so that I final can. Uh, yeah, so I can be fresh coming into season three. Um, you know I'm a big Olin Rogers fan. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing his hat right now. Yeah, People you never take you that. You took hat that off. from him, like stole it. I snatched it off his head. <laughs> like, Give me that. <laughs> you just ran ran up into his like business, and you're he's like, taller than people like, realize. It was a struggle. And just ran away. Um, it's but like you, Josh when he wakes up. <laughs> Josh, oh. I didn't do that last night. You didn't. I was very, very surprised. No, Joshua like, did kind of do that. Uh, no, he kind of did it last night because he fell bit. asleep when we were watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. You you fell asleep and you were like, huh? <laughs> like it was a little one. It was subtle. It was, it was subtle. subtle, but it was there. It was quieter. <laughs> the fear was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fear was there. And then uh, you're like, why are we watching YouTube? Yeah. Still? Have we, you guys been watching it for three hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seth, what do you think about the whole world of... <sighs> I hate I hate to bring this up again. Crypto? Because we talk about stocks and crypto, and it's not crypto. even within our niche. Oh, I'm Lord. just curious, what are you thinking about all this? Because Joshua, well, we keep bringing it up by accident. Well, Joshua keeps bringing it up. Mm-hmm. I didn't just bring it up. Yeah, you, I say in the world of technology, and you're like, <laughs> stonks. <laughs> Um, what, what exactly, you know, like cryptos or like just stocks in general? What do I think about it? Yeah. Like this whole world of money and what people are on ever since COVID started, everyone wants to be like, Oh, we're going to make money with stocks. Oh, what do you think about that? I mean, it, it definitely had like a boost right when the uh, virus came in. Mm. That was when a lot of people hopped on board because the stock market just fell and in that stimmy check, (laughs) but you know, you know, buy low, sell high kind of deal. I'm not, I'm not Good really. Store. Yeah. I like buy low. Yeah, buy low. <laughs> we don't have it up in here in Virginia. Sell high is a harder one to find. Yeah, it's a harder yeah. one to find. No, like, I don't. Below. I'm not really a short-term trader. Like, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't really play with the stock market to, like, you know, make a quick buck and stuff like that. Doing, You know, I just. But you I got dollars I don't care in too it. much for it. Yeah, I have money in it, but I'm more of a long time guy. Have like money in like it. I like you know, I dump a little bit of money in and then, you know, five years from the road I'll see kind of where it's where it's at, you know. I'm I'm thinking of it more of like a you know, for like maybe one day my retirement, like this is kinda like 
a retirement fund for me kind of mm. do. That's kind of how I think about it. I have invested in long haul truckers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, long haul truckers. Did you guys ever see that one that one podcast? I think it was on Joe Rogan where they talked about the technology of self-driving cars and truckers mm-hmm. and stuff. I did. I watched some videos very, about it. It's not a very bright future. Mm-mm. Not currently. There is um um, there, there's this one account on YouTube I follow that talks about all kinds of car stuff, and uh, they had done a whole, a whole video essay on like, like the the, the self driving, or or not self driving, but it's the all electric, you know, big semi trucks, mm-hmm. and uh, they just they talked about how how it fell through really bad for GM and everything, and it's like, so apparently, uh, when they when they showcased them at the the auto show like where they revealed them and everything they said it was a fully functioning all-electric semi-truck that could hook up and pull a load or whatever mm-hmm. but it wasn't they lied they was actually they said <sighs> later on people were finding like there were like cords run up through the platform plugged into the truck oh to like gosh. make all the stuff come on <laughs> and everything it was like a completely failed prototype but they were showcasing it as like a fully functioning vehicle so, i had a dream like that really yeah tell us I, a dream well, I, had a, I had a dream where i was on uh I was out. I was driving in like, I don't know, some some flat country area, right? Mm-hmm. No trees or anything. And I'm just, I don't know who I was or what I was doing, but I was running from the law. And I'm in my future <laughs> car, and I'm going just down the road. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I see in my mirrors this. Um, it's it's a it's a robot truck. Right, it's 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 electric, like it's, a Decepticon. No, it was just a truck. It didn't transform, <laughs> okay. but it it drove up past me, and it had a trailer. But the trailer was just like a, it came up like this and went like this, and it was just open underneath. And then it the the truck pulled in front of me, and the trailer was over top of my car, and these two like laser beams went poof, over on the sides of my car, so I couldn't drive out. And I'm like. I'm done. You're done. <laughs> they got me. It was so easy. <laughs> really? It's yeah. Like, it's like that. It's like that opening scene in Fast and Furious, the Fast and the Furious, the first one, mm-hmm. where they drive the Honda Civic up under the semi trailer. Yeah. Did you know they actually, <laughs> because the normal reg, uh, like regulated height for a for a box trailer like that, um, they couldn't fit that car up under. They had to like modify that trailer to make it extra tall so that they could do that stunt. But the stunt was real. Mm-hmm. They actually had a stunt driver like drive probably in a more you know protected and enclosed environment so it's not like somebody would actually got run over but it, the stunt was real but they did have to really? modify that yeah they had to modify the trailer to be higher high. so that they could fit an actual honda civic under it though. That's one, pretty of, cool. one of my That's favorite cool. things about uh movie stunts is just how people keep pushing the envelope yeah right what can we do that is real Right, but who's the only ones doing that in Hollywood right now? I mean, we just action watched, movies. We yeah. just watched Justice League, which was terrible. Like, they, they all of it was. Animated. They were not pushing an envelope. No, they no, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. Who is pushing the envelope? In my opinion, it's like Tom Cruise. That's it's, it. It's action movies. Yeah. It's it's boring action movies. <laughs> I give they push the envelope a little bit. You know, with the older ones, Die Hard, Terminator, those you know, Alien. Yeah, well, they were Matrix trying. They were trying of. to make the, the the stunts needed to look real. Yeah, you know. But we stopped at some point. I don't know. 
I don't know. Fast and Furious has always done crazy stunts. Yeah. The Mission longer Impossible the longer the series got. That's what I'm saying. Tom Cruise, I think, is the only one really doing it. The longer the Fast and Furious series got, it seems like the more like fake the stunts yeah. are. I don't. I know some of them are still real. Like I know in the the sixth one, I think where where Paul Walker drives the blue Ford Escort. I think it's the sixth one. Um, I know like the whole highway scene and all that was like really real because that was like an old shut down highway that they actually like used for that mm-hmm. whole chase scene. But yeah, uh, but, but some I of mean, the stuff. but people are looking for that realism though in the mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, they right? are. Do you think we got it with Justice League? Zack no, Snyder's no. cut. But I mean, realism like even after the fact. I mean, when 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 people watch John Wick, right? Yeah, and they see John Wick running around and shooting people, right? <laughs> His technique is flawless mm-hmm. because Keanu Reeves does um what is it called the three gun challenges yeah. where he goes where he goes from pistol to shotgun you know to to AR or whatever he's using he actually yeah. does the challenges he mm-hmm. he does the runs and in mm-hmm. real life yeah. there's you know video stuff and but but he makes it, he, it looks real because he really does it yeah. yeah. Right. It's kind of it's kind of like you know like with the Bourne movies and stuff mm-hmm. like pe- like people like that kind of close up shaky cam. Yeah. Like real mixed martial art kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, people like that kind of stuff because it's more like, I guess, realistic of what would, well, what would happen. What, what intrigued me about John Wick when I first watched it was I had been on a serious uh, martial arts movie thing at the time. So I watched it and I was like, all the moves are very obviously choreographed, mm-hmm. right? But for a trained master killer, every every move is calculated. Yeah. And so, and I know Keanu Reeves is doing all these moves. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he, he definitely is. He definitely is, especially like with the gunshots and everything, which is primarily most yeah. of the action. But the, mar- the martial arts, and the things. martial arts I'm watching and I'm like, it's choreographed. I can yeah. tell, oh, yeah. but it's clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is pretty clean looking. I mean, compared to when you're watching, you know, Donnie Yen uh, fight some some dude and they're they're uh, doing jujitsu and it's stuff where they're rolling around on the ground and beating each other's face in and it doesn't look choreographed yeah. it just looks like a brawl but it is choreographed do you think um as far as choreography goes what do you think <laughs> about the the modern filmmaking is it hold up like do you think it's better or do you think it's like worse cinema than when they had like jackie chan on the scene um Pe- and bruce lee as far as martial arts go people are getting better you yeah, think definitely. and i and i think john wick especially inspired movies to want to make their martial arts scenes look you know punchy and not like martial artsy yeah. right they want it to look more like a a, a brawl or something yeah. well a lot more modern movies are leaning much more heavily on the whole mixed martial arts thing mm-hmm. whereas you know Jackie Chan Bruce Lee that was all like kung fu that they did it was yeah. one martial art and like with you know Jason Bourne John Wick and these other, you know, action, you know, mm-hmm. sock, rock and soccer hand movies. Hand-to-hand hand hand stuff is all, like, more mixed martial arts. It, it incorporates a lot of different things. So it's not, you know, like with Kung Fu, it's not a lot. It's a lot less of, like, the 
standard distance, you know, relying heavily on kicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a lot more, you know, there's that, but there's also some close-up stuff, you know, and some ground, you know, jujitsu kind of yeah. stuff, all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, Bruce Lee was, it was like modified Wang Chun, right? Because yeah. he learned from Ip Man, right? And, and, and he just sort of, his style developed and changed. His, his philosophy was almost the uh the counter mm-hmm. right the the counter punch came from bruce lee right when somebody throws a punch and he he counters and punches back you have that all throughout movies nowadays and it came from bruce lee yeah right and then of course jackie chan was the the drunken master right <laughs> you know he did you ever watch the original drunken master Mm-mm. movies I I that well, he would like he would like that. drink a bunch no, and, no. and his face Different. would get re- really red and he'd just be like yeah i saw him <laughs> i saw him do that in um what's that one movie uh like the the monk the, monkey the forbidden King, kingdom the forbidden kingdom yeah. Yeah. i saw him do that in yeah. that movie but. that's what you're thinking of no but i i think we watched drunken master because I, I watched forbidden kingdom multiple times yeah but i think we watched drunken master because Tim was like, when he was younger, he was like, this is so fascinating. He's drunk, but he's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, crap, I was going to, I was thinking about something. I um, want to talk about cool fight scenes. Something I've really appreciated recently is how the Mandalorian kind of That's what I was actually going to ask. It. I was going to go into, I was going to go into, it, you know, Wars? animation yeah. versus like the the art, artificial wall and stuff. They I have, really, I really but, like how they approach it in the Mandalorian because like, like, you know, John Wick, Jason Bourne, that is really cool stuff. And it's good for those movies. But it's refreshing in The Mandalorian to see a guy that's not as clean. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell the dude has had hand-to-hand combat training, but, like, mm-hmm. he's not flawless. You know, he still gets hit upside the head. Yeah. It's kind of it's sloppy sometimes. It's more like a Western struggle. brawl, right? Yeah. And he's using yeah. his gadgets, mm-hmm. you know? It's really, I, I really appreciate the kind of, freshness they brought to the table with like how they do that okay so but also now reverting back to the animation Mm -hmm. because we've talked about how they do the mandalorian scene um and most of it is real effects with artificial landscapes yeah artificial environment Mm -hmm. do you think that might be better than just trying to animate on a green screen 100 percent Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's one thing that was so revolutionary about the original trilogy was all the 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 scale models, the matte paintings, all that stuff. It just it gave Star Wars a very special um, attitude about mm-hmm. itself. And the prequels, even though I, I still like the prequels, but that's one of the huge problems a lot of people have with them is that. They're so hokey. Lucas went so crazy with the CGI yeah. on it. There's, there's like, there's like a few scenes where where they're in a real place. Mm-hmm. There's like on on um, what's Padme's homeworld? Naboo. 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 Yeah. There's there's a couple scenes where they're on Naboo, and and like you see the real buildings, right? Mm-hmm, you see mm-hmm. real places, and you're like, okay, like the, real I set like pieces sand. and stuff, <laughs> like 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 real places in the world. Yeah. Right, yeah. like these these big old buildings in Italy that they were walking through, mm-hmm. and it looked real. And yeah. then and then of course you go to a, a space scene, and mm-hmm. it's just all yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you watch the behind the scenes for the prequels, 
a lot of everything they show is in front of a blue screen. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in every single behind the scenes thing, just like almost everything is in front of blue a blue screen. screen. And it's the movies were good, but it's like it was just a little overkill. It's like yeah. the fans just wanted something a little bit more realistic so they could have just that little bit closer to home feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? I get that. So do you think all movies will be like that in the future? I think probably. I think movies and TV shows will evolve a a a healthy mix. Right. This is my theory. Okay, go for it. Oh boy. Josh <laughs> has a theory. Josh predicts. Joshua predicts. Joshua this week on Joshua predicts. Okay, go back to our virtual reality world. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last episode or the like episode. Ready Player One. Yeah. Yes. I think it's going to be a mix between that and what they are creating for Mandalorian right now. We're going to create this virtual reality world so that essentially they are just going into this world and making movies in this world, recording it, and it's going to be a movie. Well, the problem with the problem with that is we don't have the technology yet. We do. We do. We, we don't. We do. we, we yeah. learned this from the Justice League. We do not have the technology <laughs> to perfectly render an exact replica of our world. Hold on. Hold on. The hold reason. On. Wait. Okay, wait. They do in the Mandalorian. But the reason Ready Player One works, right? Yeah. Even though half the more than half the movie is CG. It's about seventy percent right? of the movie. It's in a video game. Or the show. Yeah. So you're so like, it okay, it's movie? a video oh. game. It doesn't. It, the immersion, it, 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 it immerses you a little better with the movie because yeah. like, you already have the assumption, okay, it's a video game, video whereas, games aren't real. Whereas the Schneider Cut looks similar, right? Or Justice League in general looks similar, right? Even though Ready Player One's animation is much better. Mm-hmm. It's still animation, but in no way do they imply that this is like a fake world. They're saying this is the real world. We can't we can't take the CG we have now and say this is a real world, right? right. You have to have some sort of set, right? We or did that something. with Avatar, though. We did. I think we have the technology. And the virtual I think reality he did it thing is not great with Justice League, but they do it. I don't Avatar. think it's going to be exactly the way Josh was saying, but we did mm. kind of already see that with Surfs Up. Yeah, we did. See we did that see with that. Surf's do you know up. how they did Surfs Up? Mm-mm. Okay, so Surfs Up. They built a 3D um, virtual reality set scene for every scene in Surf's Up. You saw Surf's Up, right? Yeah, I've seen it with Shia LaBeouf. They had um, a camera guy with the goggles and a camera that could control where the camera's being because they wanted that sort of documentary man on, you know, gorilla style. Like Yeah, like a feel. Like you're watching The Bachelor, you're watching some kind of sports show and they're trying to capture these things. So they had the scene played out with the characters and animated but the actual video of what the camera's doing is all what the actual camera guy in this VR world, which is technically just a big building, but he's in in the world filming it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did kind of do something, but it's and that also, was years ago. But it's also a cartoon. Yeah. That's true, but if we could do it with a cartoon, and we, have, we see something like Avatar, we see something like, you know, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Then why can't we do it with real world stuff and just put a little also, bit more work into also, it? Also, uh, Avatar Avatar works because the the things you're seeing are also animated. The characters you're seeing are are in a suit and and are going to be animated within the world. So 
even if they look less, a little less than real, since they're in that world, which also looks a little less than real, it works, mm-hmm. right? But when we try to replicate our world, right, into one of these things and make mm-hmm. it look real and then put humans in it, it that you're 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 gonna be like, Mm-mm. I think we should just agree. I I'm optimistic about the future, though. I I don't like saying we're gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> because I don't like that. We're I just think here we to disagree, just, uh, folks. I don't like that. Well, I know. I, I, <laughs> because I'm going to disagree. Well, we don't. But, we don't have the tech. Not we don't have it now. Obviously, because we're not seeing it unless somebody mm-hmm. comes out with something new. But in the future, we're definitely, definitely getting close. I'm a, I'm a little skeptical because they still haven't figured out how to animate a, a body that doesn't look like it's rubber. Yeah, they still haven't gotten that good at that. You I know? mean, the only proof we have is Avatar. Have they come up with number two and number three yet? Number four? No, no. It's a negative. It could be. They could be. Uh, they could be on the verge of technology that they're not like. I think conclusion. Joshua predicts, right. is, Joshua predicts is Joshua predicts. Wyatt is wrong, and Joshua is the smartest person on. I am the not world. wrong. I am right in <laughs> am saying that we don't have Earth. the technology. I'm the smartest man on earth right so now. So you should just trust my judgment. And Do you? I agree with gotten... your prediction. Yeah. But okay. it is not a present diction. <laughs> Thank you for chiming in I to today's episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think um do you think that at this point in humanity all technology is possible? We're just trying to crack the code. Pretty much. Like we we already know that code and the way we run technology, ones and zeros, things of that nature, can truly do anything left up to the imagination. Pretty much. I think I, so. I, what I, about I, build a soul? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. well. You know, it, this is actually interesting. When uh, when I was in my second year at Fruitland, um, my we we had gotten to this discussion uh, during uh, computer science. Um, I don't know how we got on this discussion, how this had anything to do with computers, but my teacher was talking about. He said, He's "You know, wrong. yeah, he probably is." <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about. He said, you know, we we replace so many things in the body artificially now. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, we give people fake hearts and stems. And he's like, there's so much stuff we can replace now and make artificially. He's like, you know, a brain is just like a computer. He was like, he was like, essentially, they're already toying with technology of how to download somebody's whole, like, consciousness consciousness or whatever into a kind of computer program he was like i guess what i'm saying is what is the limitation to how much we can replace in a body before it's no longer a human a conscious person he was like at what point does the soul actually leave can we really replace hearts yeah yeah Yeah. we have heart technology yes what uh, i did not know that do you mind saying what school or do you want to leave it out Hmm? You already said school. Fruitland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fruit, Fruitland. Yeah. Fruitland. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I, that's yeah, where I went the first wrong. two years yeah. I'm kidding, of school I'm was Fruitland Baptist Bible College in Hendersonville. Baptist for well, all here, you people who are here's, different denominations. Here's the thing for me is procedural generation, right? right. Uh, the the dust on a butterfly's leaves mm-hmm. or leaves uh, on a butterfly's wings. Wings, wings is so unique and um and tiny and there's millions of it and they all look different right mm-hmm. can we actually generate that with computers i mean i've seen some impressive things 
right with 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 the animation and stuff i mean just outstanding i mean we were just watching on the the love death and robot show on on netflix mm-hmm. outstanding outstanding right? and it's, it's all indies yeah indie groups right um i mean just the way dust looks you know on on clothes and the clothes have fibers right even nowadays they animate mario with like little mustache hair and pores. Why does he have pores? I don't like it. Right? It's just a simple little texture overlay. I think the best, <laughs> some of the best animation I've seen that I can recall in terms of like trying to animate somebody that's human that actually was realistic um, was the Assassin's Creed Revelations trailer for you that game. That's the best? Yeah. It was I good. think that's the best I've seen. It was good. They literally, I mean, it's it was it was flirting with like Avatar. Yeah. It see, good. it was in the small details, and see, people were like, "That's you know, that's not animation. They got actors to do that." I'm like, "No, they animated all of this," mm-hmm. and they, it was in such small detail. Like, I mean, there's even a shot where it's kind of showing you like the villain's face or whatever, and as it's panning around, you can see each individual hair on his face, like from where he just shaved mm-hmm. that morning, and it's already growing back. You can see how the light casts above each little wrinkle in his face. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. Such detail. It's like you would think it was a real person, you know? And that's even better than freaking Justice League. Yeah. Because they would oh, have yeah. – <clears throat> what's his face? Um, The cyborg guy. What's his name? Cyborg um, Victor? No, I guess they just call him Cyborg. Cyborg, yeah. Okay. Well, Cyborg, most of his scenes are literally – his. The face that's supposed to be real is animated. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like, so he entirely, like mm. he's entirely animated. Yeah, and I mean the you you'd see scenes where where Batman is completely animated, like jumping off something, right? And then you'd see another scene <clears throat> where he's human, mm-hmm. right? But that was never the case with Cyborg. But then it would go from Cyborg, and you would see Stephen Wolf, who mm. looks so cool. I think I was look. We looked at the. Go ahead, Joshua. Sorry. I think our problem is our problem. Your problem. My problem. You guys' problem. I'm not involved in this because I'm not. <laughs> I've been not bringing it up. Is you're looking exclusively as Justice League. I think we should just no, no, no. Take Justice League out of the picture. No, we're That's, not because it's, no, Justice League is a hot topic. No, it's too big. But it's one film. And we don't know what happened behind the scenes with the animators, between the animators and the director and their vision and how they saw the movie. Here, here. Let, I think that could me, involve. Hold on. Hold on. I'll tell add, you what. They spent more, more money on the scene with Jason Momoa in the water looking sexy than they did on let Cyborg's me, entire let me, character. Let me, let me, let me, let me break this down for you guys. Nowadays, it, I mean, it came out in 2017, 2018. Yeah. It shouldn't matter. <clears throat> yeah. Right. We had Avatar in 2009, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it, every every CG everything nowadays should look great. Immaculate. Why why is yeah. it that why is it that nobody's complaining about Marvel stuff? Right. Marvel uses a crap ton of CG, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. there are bad moments, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, but mm-hmm. it is not. Every Captain scene. Marvel was that way. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, Spider Man animation. Spider Man for the most part throughout the MCU was like entirely CG, and it's and it looks. I mean, you didn't really notice it. All the it fighting scenes. Yeah, 
It looks good. It looks good. Like they, Iron Man yeah. looks good. Yeah. Hulk looks good. At no point, right, when you look at the vision, are you like, yeah, he definitely looks like a robot. The vision? Is that what yeah. he's... I the vision. It's the vision. vision or the vision. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's... he's he, you don't look at him and think, yeah, he's definitely animated like Cyborg, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's yeah. the point. And in the last episode of WandaVision, it was double vision. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh what's that? Do you know the the, the character's name? What's the the actor? Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Paul I uh, for who? For yeah, Paul okay, Bettany. Paul Bettany. I gotta give him props. He's an old dude. He's yeah, he's yeah, fit he's 50 but he's not like huge like the other superheroes. Yeah. Do you think he's Paul like Bettany size? When he first uh, came on to do the voice of Jarvis, do you think he knew that like ten years down the road he'd be he'd be going to a makeup probably. trailer in the yes, morning? Yes, probably. I don't know. It's like because people have been joking about that. They're like, you know, I bet Paul Bettany was like, oh yeah, you know, a little voice acting role. Like this will be easy, you know, a good bit of money. And it's like ten years later, he's showing up to the makeup trailer. And it's been I don't hours. think so. I, I don't think, think he so. knew. I, I, think I think they had knew. to tell him yeah. the vision, like. You know, no pun intended. They had to tell him the whole <laughs> scope of things before, like he can't signed on. You know? I do like, like the I do like his last line though in the show, where he he references how he was a voice, yeah. right, with no body, and then he was a uh, a body with, but not, a, a a body but not human. Yeah, and then a and then he was a a memory, right. Something that, like that. that I can't remember. Hold on. Did so he, he did he start back on Iron Man? Because yeah. he he was He's on Jarvis. he was on Iron. Man. He was Jarvis, I know he was yeah. Jarvis, but I'm saying like they they didn't change actors for Jarvis. No, uh, no, it was no. the same the whole yeah. time. So yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe he had no idea because if he if it was came in later, you'd be like, oh, it would make sense. The yeah. Marvel trend I guess is yeah, because they because they didn't really know how far they were going to go with Marvel. Now, Feige, when the first Iron Man came yeah. out, Feige Feige had a plan. Yeah, right. Of course. And whether everybody knew Feige's plan, yeah. but by the time First Avengers came yeah. out, Feige was like, "Oh yeah, he's like Jarvis. Oh, yeah. He's like he's going to be Vision. Yeah, he's like I'm. Se- he's like I am already setting up for for the second for yeah. the for the second movie and and Jarvis is going to be Vision. Yes, honestly, I mean that kind of segues pretty well with the whole idea of DC and everything and them trying to kind of revamp everything cuz they see what Marvel's doing. Yeah. And they're trying no, to No, they see the money to, Marvel makes. They see the money Marvel makes. It's they're the they're trying to cash in on it, but they DC just you know, aside from aside from the Christopher Nolan Batman series, DC just does not translate as well onto the silver screen. I don't know why they can't make it work. I don't know if it's because they seem like they have the potential to do really well. I just don't know if it's the studio, mm-hmm. like Warner Brothers. I think they're the ones probably getting in yeah, the way. Yeah, it is Warner Brothers. Like, I really think that's what it is. And I think it comes down to this. Like, this is kind of what I was going to talk about. I was going to mention this earlier. You ever been, like, whether it's for work, whether it's for work or something else, you know, you ever had to deal with, like, there's an older guy or older person who's kind of like doing something and you're like, why are you doing it that way? I do this all the time at work. And I mean, I don't try to act like I know everything. I really don't. And there's, I have a lot to learn, but sometimes you question like what an older person does and you kind of start to think you're like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they just got something up their sleeve that nobody else knows about. And so nobody really like questions them. They just kind of let them do their thing because, you know, they're older. Mm -hmm. It's like they're more experienced. 
And in the end, you realize what they were doing actually still made no sense. And they're just kind of like, <laughs> you don't, you still don't understand why they did what they did. And all they did was make things worse. They, I think they got into this pattern because of something in the past yeah. and have just never changed. I think that's what's happening like with yeah. Warner Brothers. I think you got some older people who are making these decisions and everybody like the directors and everybody under is trying to tell them like, that's not going to work. You know, like with the CG thing, like animating all of cyborg you know never having a human element to them but there's somebody at warner brothers was like no nah, you got to do it this way and then in the end they're like you know why did this fail mm. it's like why'd you choose I, that i think that's what's happening with warner brothers inexperience yeah inexperience in modern technology essentially yes okay i like that you say inexperience in modern technology because i think the reason why we're failing is because people with experience but past experience mm -hmm. we should be this is a very touchy subject because I think there is a lot we can learn from an older generation. Get that patina, as I like to say a lot, from an older generation. And as we're we're early 20s, all of us here, except for this old dude over here. Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. Grandpa My Joe. name is Grandpa Joe, and I am very old. We, we have a lot we can learn from an older generation. Yeah. Um, our grandparents, or even parents. Um, All right, stop skirting the issue. No, we always no, no, brush no, no, no. our stop, parents off. Stop skirting the issue. Spit You're saying out, we bro. shouldn't listen to them no. and we should build our own world. We should we'll throw own. down the previous hierarchy. Yes. And and we build a, a new matriarchy. It's yeah, time it's for no. a mass in, euthanization. In a, sense, in a sense. I think there's a lot Josh we can was learn so, from He them. actually kind of agrees. It's time to pull <laughs> the plug. No, in a, in a sense. Know. But no, how many. This happens on a day to day basis, and I'm not. Trying to say this person doesn't have anything that they can offer me and you are, and I can learn from them. But listen, how many people on a day today do I express the thought to them and they they Sorry. they say, "Well, that's not going to happen in our generation. Maybe in like a couple generations past us." And I'm like, "Why are we in this mindset of if it's not my generation, I shouldn't go for it. I shouldn't try to make it in my generation." How many people say that? That's probably what, that's literally like what's brought our generation to the point it is because the generations before us were like, well, yeah. So pause. we need to set up pause. the generation behind pause. us or pause. Pause. what? Pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> pause. Pause. Game off. Game, Game off. Car. Game off. I mean, you brought up <laughs> earlier about Warner Brothers, and I I chuckled to myself because all I saw was. You know the scene of Looney Tunes back in action? Yeah. Where she's like, we made Warner Brothers millions of dollars. And it's two twin brothers. They're like... <laughs> two Warner Brothers. Not a billion. Not a billion. It's not a billion. Not a billion. If you haven't seen freaking Looney Tunes back in action, that was like the last good Brendan Fraser it movie. Ha I was about to say, it has Brendan Fraser in it. <laughs> yeah, it's really Speaking good. Speaking of Brendan Fraser, you know what movie I have not watched in a long time? Mummy. The Mummy. Mummy. And I want to watch the Mummy. Why would you want to watch it? Don't watch Shh. Scorpion King now. Shh. Don't watch it. Shh. Have you even seen any of the Mummies? Yeah, I've seen them okay. The first Mummy, oh, and I, I watched you. it recently mm -hmm. with John Mark. Mm -hmm. um, I was watching, I hadn't seen it in years. It's a gem. Right? And I'm like, this is scary. Yeah. Very. I was like, it's wait a, a second. I'm like, wait, this is scary. It's like Indiana Jones, but scary. Yeah. They have bugs that get under your my skin. Fa my favorite part is when the guy finds the blue gold. He was like, this will fetch a nice price. And he looks at the picture. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> or, or freaking... They, they, he walks into the room and the mummy's standing there and he like cut out a dude's tongue. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, or or, or somebody's eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I don't know, that, what? That's, that scared the mess out of me as a kid. Like, when I saw that, I was just like... I don't, or, when, or when the guy loses remember, his eyes. When the guy loses his eyes. I don't any of that. I don't remember. And I'm watching it as a grown man, like, sitting on the couch, like, wrapped in a blanket, like... <laughs> yeah, right? you know, it's gonna be the third. my favorite part scary. of that movie. My favorite part of that movie is when he's on the boat and he's with the uh, the librarian woman. Um, she's going with him to go do this archaeological dig or whatever. And he just like lays out this roll of weapons, weapons. and opens it up, and I'm just like, that is so cool. Because so cool. <laughs> this is based what like back in the 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And I'm just like. That's a lot of weaponry for back then, but yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> okay, but we, we always brush over. You guys are talking about the scariness of the mummy, but freaking the bugs, man. The bugs. Oh my gosh. I mean, we're, we're not discounting the fact that the bugs were the scariest part. The bugs were the scariest part. <laughs> but Shia LaBeouf's character in that film. Was he in it? Oh, no. no we're thinking of... Uh, you're thinking of, Jones. You're thinking of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, I'm we kidding. don't talk about that movie. I, I was joking. That movie didn't happen. Harrison Ford was under some kind he of did, sedation for that fact. movie. No, I'll tell you what sedation he's under. Elderly sedation. Elderly. <laughs> Elderly. He's like, the best kind I'm of sedation. I'm collecting a paycheck. I mean, he was literally just in a movie that came out that looks like, like maybe a heartwarming thing, but the yeah, the terrible one? animation. The he, dog. He's man. like, oh yeah, I saw that movie. That does point, not look like a good movie. Care. I enjoyed it. He just doesn't care. He's like, I don't really care. I'm, I'm just I've I've done everything. I was in Star Wars. I, I was in care. Indiana Jones. I broke a hip. <laughs> did y'all hear? Did y'all ever hear Mark Hamill talk about how he and um, he and George Lucas were the only ones who knew that Vader during Empire was going to say, "I'm your father." I I he so, was part of the people yeah. who knew. He, did he, he really? Said, yeah, he said no. only he and I think George knew it because they actually had. Okay, you know, the, the, I think he's David lying. Prowse. He, I, he talked about it in an interview, and he said nobody. I think he's lying. He said on set, you know, they said Obi Wan killed your Obi Wan yeah, killed your he father. He said, but yeah. only he and George knew. I think he's lying. Too. Or he might not. I can't remember. <laughs> I think anyway. he's lying. He might have said. That, I think. I think, I think Hamill lying. is suffering from old. Maybe. Old person memory. Anyway, it was so where funny. they changed the facts. You know, yeah. they changed the facts of the but story. But it was so funny because in the interview he talked about. He said when they were watching the premiere and that scene happened, he said Harrison looked down and was like, "You didn't tell me that." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of validates the story. Yeah. A okay, bit. I have a question. This is a, a not completely off topic. Seth, what did you think? Are you enjoying our our? Uh, films of the decades series yes okay very much so. i want to talk to you as a fourth opinion okay we're going to go over our picks and you tell us uh based on what you th- what your thoughts were when you were going through those okay. those episodes and we'll start from the 60s all right okay because i i know this is a bit derailing but i want to talk about this otherwise we'll sure. forget yeah all right from the 60s we picked the sound of music the great escape and true grit did you think mm-hmm. those were solid picks i would say so pretty pretty uh pretty decade defining Mm-hmm. I okay. would say, you know, sound of music. It's it's a very it's a big part. Yeah, that's kind of like that's really what I with the sounds of music. And uh, so the seventies, A New Hope, Godfather, and Jaws. Now I know I happen I happen to know your dad's favorite films are The Godfather. Mm-hmm. You told he me loves that. The Godfather. So he, you think he would be upset we didn't put that at number one? 
in the seventies. No, I don't think he would be upset. I don't think he would be upset you didn't put out number one. I I think he would be glad that you had it in the top three though. Okay. Star Wars, I still feel kind of owns number That'd one. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, hmm? we should get your dad on a podcast. That'd be fantastic. I'd oh, probably love it. Joshua, do you have that? Do you have the one from the eighties and nineties? Uh, because that that's where <laughs> I know we might argue. Because I want to hear your opinion. Because Joshua does not seem to be happy with our picks. Um. I'll say Sarah fine. fully agreed with y'all because I was on fully? the phone with her fully? telling her my opinion really? and she fully agreed with y'all. Okay. Okay. So for the 80s, we have Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. We have Empire. Empire okay. It's not just and Indiana Back to the Jones. Future. It's Raiders of the it's Lost Ark. It's Raiders of the, of the Lost Ark. It's the Indiana Jones. <laughs> the movie. Okay, so w- did you like it? I have a thought <laughs> and I was thinking about this the other day but you expressed your opinion about that first. About the eighties, yes, it's pretty. It's pretty solid. I can't remember what everybody's picks for the eighties were, but as far as top three, I think it's. it's well, pretty, we were pretty the fair big. The I think the big. Discussion I feel like was. I, I feel like. I guess it depends on your criteria for how you choose it. There's are really good eighties films, but like. You might could have. I, I would have threw like Breakfast Club in there. No. Because I feel like that is a very. <laughs> no. When people think 80s movies, that's no. one of the first things that pops up. I would put Ferris Bueller in there first. Okay. That's a big 80s movie, yeah. too. Yeah. Which like, it was on the list. Yeah. It was on. But I. But that's no, a good no top three, though. Club. That's a good top. I mean, this is a podcast that talks a lot about movies and film and stuff. And I feel like these are good picks from like a filmmaker I'm, kind of perspective. Yeah, I'm film, just saying, would you yeah. rather watch The Breakfast Club, which is going to make you depressed. No, I love The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, I'm not, gonna, why wasn't it on your list? Because I had to put you Back to, to the three. Future because nobody else was going to put that. Mm-hmm. I had to put what were my other picks? Dead Poet because that was nobody yeah. else. But nobody saw that. Dead Poet. Why did yeah. you pick that one? And in terms That's of one of my favorite movies. But nobody in watched in, in terms of like quality defining movies, those are good yeah. picks. Th- things like Breakfast Club, like those '80s movies, those Ferris are Bueller. The, Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Bueller. They're they're good. They're more like they're more like a nostalgic thing. Like yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. That's like, what the you know, '80s is. That's true. But that, that, we have the. That's great what the, That's what the '80s is for people now. Yeah. We, I was trying to pick movies. It's that like Cobra were for, Kai for people. For oh, people yeah, then, the 80s, that was where, my, movies so, that were big yeah, for people kid. then, mm-hmm. right? So so Die Hard was big for people then. Mm-hmm. It was it was massive. What what, what else was on my Christ. list? You had uh, you had Forrest Gump, but that was the that 90s. was the nineties. I'm talking about eighties. Um, See, my guy doesn't remember. I don't even remember don't my remember. movie. Mine were mine were Ferris Bueller, mm-hmm. uh, the Goonies, the Goonies, right? Now that that seemed like that should have been. It could have it could have gotten on the list, but we had these other ones that we was it was yeah up and and Die Hard right those Die are mine they're all movies people enjoyed yeah. then yeah the Goonies is definitely well it's now. like the icon of like kid adventures yeah kind of stuff you know it's like you know it's the it's like what why we have like Stranger Things now right. it's yeah. like cause stuff like the Goonies but I, I I wanted to pick movies that not only did people love then mm-hmm. and were huge hits then but mm-hmm. have endured mm-hmm. right? have a have an impact on right. today you know, and it's not just it's not like uh, the reason I didn't pick the Princess Bride which is my favorite movie mm-hmm. is because the, when the print the Fox did not 
advertise the Princess yeah. Bride in the it's correct a cult way. Classic. It's a cult classic. Yeah. It was people in the late 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm. started buying VHS yeah. and finding it and loving it. Yeah, right? people people like it now. People didn't like it when it first yeah. came out. It's a cult classic. That's true. I didn't see the I didn't I don't think I saw Princess Bride till 2010. So how mm. much nostalgia how much is nostalgia like clouding our view right. of, of the what was going on in the right. time. That's why what I, people that's why enjoyed I say, then. That's why I say like these are solid picks from like the perspective of like from a filmmaking quality mm-hmm. perspective instead of just like, you know, you think of eighties, what movies pops up. It's not always just about that, but it's about, you know, like the quality of the movies. Mm-hmm. I have know, a theory. How the story's told. I have a theory. Okay. I disagree. <sighs> Dude, you might hard you probably no. will. Okay. Hard probably no. will. What do you think when you think of the '80s as a decade? I think of Jaws, but it wasn't even in the decade. You think of, like, I mean, right? Movie wise, movies, or? just the '80s vibe when it comes to entertainment. I think we of the bright colors we had. Yeah, I was about to say, I think the, of big hair, go-go boots, we had rock the and kid roll, films, like, like the the kid, the group of kids, mm-hmm. actors. Goonies, I think I have a predict. Another Joshua predicts. This is special. Get two today. <laughs> Joshua predicts. <laughs> we should get a little tune for that. <laughs> a little bell. Um, ding, ding, ding. Like I think <laughs> 2020, this decade, we're about to approach. It's going to be a bloodbath. Blood I think bath. it's going to be, we're going to go and kind of go into kind of a uh, newer version of the 80s again. Because we think already of, have been. I know, yeah. I know. But I'm saying this decade, we're seeing it, we've seen it this past year, but we're going to see it more in this decade. With kid films, with um, leading roles, with music, I mean, but things like the weekend listen to like his his stuff it's really like vibrant it kind of dun, has like an 80s dun, 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 there's a lot dun, dun, dun. I, I like yeah i agree feel. with that with the in the past five years and still going there's been a lot of callbacks to the 80s but i don't like want 80s callbacks music. no yeah have you seen I want the 80s back yeah. i know i don't <laughs> want the 80s back i want new stuff yeah i mean it is some new stuff but have you seen this is just a big thing that's come out like this past week and I've been just seeing it, but have you seen? I know this is gonna probably bring up some controversy. Justin Bieber's new album. Yep. The look controversy. of controversy. The look of it. I don't know what it it's looks like. Very colorful. Very eighties esque. Oh, okay. We gotta but, pull this. But up. see, that's my issue. Is we got we 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 get remakes, we get redos, we get you know Cobra Kai, we get you know this kind of stuff. And I like Cobra Kai. Yeah. Right. And and Mandalorian and and callbacks and, mm-hmm. and things, but I don't want that. I want yeah, yeah. It's very eighties, but I don't want yeah. that. They've got I the want purples. New They've got stuff. the bright greens. Yeah. Avatar was new, right? The 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 one with Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, with, uh, fantastic uh, film. Yeah. It was it it was similar to Groundhog Day as far as the the rewind time premise, but it was a new movie, right? Right. right. Uh, uh, you know, I want new things. I don't want to see the same thing. I don't want to watch Spielberg over and over again. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see new stuff. I want to see. Okay, what do you want? What do you want, Wyatt? When it comes down to it, what truth, do you want from life? But he can't. I know what I truth. want. I want. I know what I want. But I don't want the '80s. I like the themes. I like the music. But I don't want that. I want something new. Okay. Right. Um, Did you like I love things? yes, but I love, I love like, I love like what Taika Waititi does, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He makes funny movies, 
uh, that look beautiful, but they have sort of a synth kind of theme with the music. Shout out to Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. But I remember watching that, and that was my first movie that sort of, where I was watching the trailers, sort of getting introduced to Taika Waititi and what his work was. Right. And when I heard the music in the trailers, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then I went and watched his other movies, and I heard the same sort of synthy, you know, music. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so this is his thing. I agree with you because my top two favorite superhero movies of all time are one, and I've always said this, Mm Spider-Man, the original with Tobey Maguire, Maguire. because they had that throwback element to the music. What about Bully Maguire? (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna cry. (laughs) You're trash. I love he's like like spinning the hammer around as he's dancing. (laughs) You're trash. (laughs) And then we have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Because Guardians Guardians was, up to that point, Marvel was serious. Mm. Right? It was serious. It, they, were, they were taking superhero movies and doing what Christopher Nolan was doing and trying to ground them in reality. And then, and then with Guardians, it was like, you really think we can try to ground Guardians of the Galaxy, which is about... A uh, 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 space rogue, a green alien woman, a tree, and a raccoon. You think we can ground this? No, we go all out. We I make. Am we make. We don't make this Star Trek. We make it Galaxy Quest. Yeah, right? fantastic. And and the, they've they in the making of that they referenced Galaxy Quest a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They they Galaxy Quest took from Star Trek, and and made something new made and spoof, funny. Right. But but something that's all its own. Yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy borrowed from Galaxy Quest, right? And so there's there's sort of like this um heritage. Remix. Yeah. It's a heritage. It's yeah. like a you know, going down the generations. <laughs> I'm curious. Names I, are probably not. Well, you might you might rethink that answer. Okay. Um when it comes to the twenty ten, Seth, because I need you to be kind of a a referee for us. Because as we step into the 20s, the uh, 2000s and 2010s, what are we going to do? We didn't even address the 90s list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yikes. Well, we might circle back to it. I don't know. But circle. What are we going to do regarding Lord of the Rings and the Marvel Universe? Can we please count Lord of the Rings as just a long movie and make it all like one? one? I agree with that. I I think that'd be fine to just count it as yeah. a trilogy. So okay, so that wasn't very hard. So we're doing that. What are we doing about Marvel? We have to pick Guardians as the Marvel movie and then just say nothing else can be. We can't choose anything else. No. See, see, that's <laughs> the that's the funny thing is like that's actually that's actually something to talk about. So something we see a lot more in the past twenty years is more movie universe building and series and stuff rather than just movies by themselves. It's interesting though to see the evolution because yeah. studios ever since Marvel kicked off this universe thing, studios yeah. have been trying to Everywhere catch up trying to with do the it. monster universe, with the yeah. the Justice League, yeah. DC universe, and now it's evolving into TV shows. Yeah. But the thing is which is a better TV, TV such a better medium. Better. It really is. It's that, so much better for long form. What they did with the form. Mandalorian, what they what Netflix has been doing with for like the past 
eight years with their originals, they uh-huh. invest so much into shows. What Game of Thrones did. Disney's Gosh. finally getting it. Well, Disney, yeah. Disney's done one thing right. Let's not give them too much credit. <laughs> they did one thing right, and it was mostly because they kind of probably left them alone. What? What? Mandalorian. Yeah, Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Uh, they, That's why the it Mandalorian was right, they and alone. and WandaVision are shows that people okay. are watching. Probably WandaVision. I haven't seen it but yet. It's, I'll but it's but again, that. even if it's not like WandaVision's e- good, even if it's not like the best thing ever, it's better than a crap ton of stuff out there because it's long form storytelling. Long form right. always gives you better character development. Better stories, mm-hmm. right? So if WandaVision was a movie, I could probably cut the show into a movie and mm-hmm. make it kind of work. But it needs that long-form storytelling so we can truly get the emotions that they're feeling, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the problem with the Marvel movies is that the character development happens over years and in a, in single movies where we see Iron Man's character development from the first movie to Endgame, right? It was the first movie where if, even the Iron Man series where he wasn't mm-hmm. the guy who would – I mean even in Avengers, Steve tells him, he's like, you're not the guy who's going to make the sacrifice play and, and lay on a barbed wire fence so somebody can crawl over you. And then in the end, Iron Man is the one to do that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 then Steve's character development is in the same scene. Iron Man says there's nothing special about you. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything about you that special came out of a bottle. Yeah. But he's it wasn't. I mean, he yeah. wields the hammer of Thor. Yeah. Right. It's character development over the course of years in these movies, right? But that's the problem. It's over the course of years. Yeah. I mean, it's literally Iron Man one came out what, two thousand eight? Yeah. And it's we here need, we are twenty three years later. We need thirteen years later. <laughs> <laughs> twenty three years. Twenty three. It's been twenty three years. Quick we need, maths. We need the T V shows so that we can get characters like Bucky and like Falcon right. and, and have some serious character development that's Which, not going to take way, place over years. By the way, <laughs> so far, I've only seen the first episode and like oh, half of the second nope, one. Nope, I haven't seen it yet. I'm just saying, I like it. What's the vibe? Is it is it Winter Soldier vibes? Because I love spy movie superhero stuff. A little, a little bit. You'll yeah. see... Um, Sam, Sam and Bucky, like when they get together, do have a, like a cool little dynamic of like you know the the trash talk between each other. It's pretty I mean, fun. it was in Civil War, and that mm-hmm. was every the favorite everybody's favorite part of Civil right. War was like yeah, they built on that a little bit, and um, it's it's pretty good. It's it's like and it's it's deeper. Like mm-hmm. so, you're actually gonna get a lot more like personally connected to yeah. Bucky because you're actually gonna you're gonna because it's not. Bucky on the side of Captain America like it used to be. Now it's it's like more focus on him as mm-hmm. a main character now and it's I guess so far. Like but, I said, I only saw the first episode and like half of the second, so I haven't But I mean how how long has Bucky been in the Marvel universe since the beginning, since mm-hmm. Captain America came out. Yeah. And how much character development has he gotten? Most like, of it was in little. Winter Soldier and Civil War. Mm-hmm. Right? Which wasn't much. Which wasn't much, right? Even though, right. It, even though it's it's a good bit for fitting it into movies, but now you know what you, that those TV shows were gonna be able to get serious character development, and he's so much more interesting. 
like in the show, like his his character is so much cooler too. Yeah. Now, like now that you're actually getting to see like more of his personality and stuff come out. Yeah. I, did you watch. guys see? Has Loki come out? No. <sighs> when is it coming out? I don't. Know. What do you? April, are you something's coming out in April. Something's coming out. In kind April. of excited for. Bad Batch is coming out May fourth. What? Bad Batch is coming oh, out. Really? May 4th. We don't care about that. What's Bad Batch? You shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your <laughs> mouth. I don't even. What, Why did what? I watch that whole season? What's hmm? Bad Batch? Why did Bad I watch Batch? all of season seven? I... Talking about yeah, Clone Wars? Star Wars. Did you watch the whole yeah. season? Why? It was the the, the, the first. Yeah, you it can... was the last three episodes that I <laughs> I should have started watching. Right. The first the first what few were like about? okay, so and then I'm like it's what like the like episodes like four through seven, whichever the 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 ones with the Soka like are like oh they're just so throwaway. It's throwaway. Bad batch, yeah. Bad batch is um they're they're they introduce a batch of clones in season seven that were like kind of rejects. They were like rejects because they were genetically like had issues or stuff like that. Yeah. They had like issues with the clones where like some like had more intelligence or some grew bigger, had more, but they, they throw them together. Yeah. They throw them together in one group Mm -hmm. to make like a, a, like special. I'll say this, the animation in that season looks way better than the original. Yes. I'll, I'll is this a, is this a playoff Clone Wars? It is. Clone it's a Wars. spinoff. Yeah. Oh, it's it is. It's, Clone a, Wars. it's a spinoff from Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. At yeah. what point are they going to go crazy and try to do Order sixty six? Or can they even do it since they're Order sixty six? Yeah. Oh, talking about the Bad Batch. Yeah. I don't know. That's part of the whole. Season uh, that makes me wonder. Is I wonder if they got the chips in their yeah. head. That's that's the best part is when they attack Ahsoka <laughs> and you're like no. But wouldn't Bad Batch like? Not not to not for me to be presumptuous because I haven't even really watched Clone Wars through. It's worth watching if you do. I've look, seen actually. Me, I think I saw the first season, but me, I didn't watch past. If that. you well, here's the thing: if you watch Clone Wars, they're not in they're not in chronological order. Okay. They because when they first started doing the show, they were doing it as an anthology, so it was mm-hmm. just a collection of just different. You know, war stories. They brought up Darth Maul and stuff. But they do have story arcs, so you have to jump around to actually get like a you chronological order. You might want to look order. up. You might want to look, look up, up online ways to watch the show. Okay. Yeah, like well, that. Like that. Somebody actually they took it and done it out chronologically how to watch it, like so that it like starts at the beginning. Makes sense. Like right after episode two and bleeds into episode three. So. Then this Bad Batch series that's coming out, it almost all already seems like, and you might have already said this, so that's why I'm thinking it, but it already almost seems like it's it's a group of clones mm-hmm. that don't fall in order. They have, and they have, they're, they're not going to be a part of Order sixty six. They're going to be fighting against it. Maybe probably. not. No. They have that's what it seems I, like I obvious know. to me. They have the so the Bad Batch. They have genetic deficiencies. And instead of throwing them out like they usually would, they kind of took some certain ones, depending on what their deficiency was, and mm-hmm. put them into this special unit. Yeah. So like, like you a know, Suicide Squad. Yeah. It is so like, it's basically, basically, so like this, you know, one of them, you know, his deficiency was that he got too much muscle mass. He was much taller and much like bigger than every clone, but he also was not intelligent like at all. Right. One of them was like really small and scrawny, but was super, super intelligent. intelligent. He was like the IT, the Intel guy. So far, this is like fantastic. Exactly. Sounds cool. And then you know, the and one guy's like, you know, there's just different. 
Yeah. They they have their different quirks about them. You know, Who do one's they have like a with su- them? The, who's the clone from the original series that they have with them? Oh, the one that got experimented. Is that Echo? Echo? Yes, it's Echo. It's Echo. It's Echo. Because okay. yeah, they yeah. thought Echo was dead, but he wasn't. Yeah, but he wasn't dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Guys, but, yeah. Echo's not dead. Um, Fantastic. Are we... Uh, Fantastic. I want... You, what do you want? I kind of wanted Seth to address our 90s picks. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Let's oh, go back, go back around. to the yeah, 90s before we, picks. Before we finish. Revert. All right, we can go as do... long as we want. <laughs> we'll um, go We'll go and we'll go a few more minutes, but we'll know at this point we're kind of ending. That's what we feel like. Yeah. We okay. got Braveheart sitting at number three. We got Jurassic Park number sitting one. at number two. We got Hook at number one. Braveheart's no. at number one, actually. And Hook's at number three. Of course. Okay. Now you heard our arguments about Saving Private Ryan. Josh was Josh was outburst about Hook. Yes. You so Joshua, heard... please don't outburst because I've already heard everything you have to say. This is just my opinion. No, he's gonna he's gonna do one of Josh's classic. What? What? No. Yes. No. I, I disagree. That's exactly what he's gonna do. I know you disagree. What? When no. have you ever agreed his, with uh, anything that's his, I said? That's actually no. his real <laughs> catchphrase. Ever... It's his disguise catchphrase. It's I, the one you true? don't. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, that's the one that well, we need to have. Person says, on Earth. I disagree. That's what I disagree. That's good merch. I want a Josh sticker that says I disagree. We'll do a we'll do a hat that says I disagree. Yeah, a dad hat okay. like you wear. We'll do the same colors, but we'll put I disagree yeah. on it. All right. So, so, so what are you saying, Seth? Look, I love Hook. Very influential movie. Definitely. I I just don't know if it beats Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan hit home for so Wait, many people. Wait, Hook doesn't beat Saving Private Ryan. It's, it's Seth's opinion. I Hold said on. I don't know if it. I don't know if it can. What? I disagree. I'm I, going to shock the world here. <sighs> I'm going to shock the world. Really go. I'm going to shock the world. The well, the world will have to be watching this. But I agree with that statement. <gasps> wow, we're wow. shocked. Color me shocked. But the thing is, what are you? Okay? Yeah, I'm good. I was just. We already have Hook. That's a Steven Spielberg film. I don't care that it's a Spielberg film. We're not. I can't we need help. To knock. I can't help that Steven Spielberg dominated the 80s and the 90s, okay? And the 70s, kind the of. The dude was in the 70s. He was a genius. I can't help that. We have to knock something off this list and put Saving the thing Private is, Ryan. But Steven Spielberg did both. We're not. Hook we're not. and Saving. So we're not. He did Saving? Yeah, he did yeah, Saving. Was, okay, let's disregard director. Throw yeah. that out, yeah. right? Yeah, it doesn't I matter. Think, I think we movie. chose Hook ultimately because it means more to us. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think it means more to nope. a generation. Nope. No, no, it doesn't. No, no. Saving Private Ryan means more to more people than Hook does. I'm willing to. Saving Private Ryan I'm willing, means so a, much to a generation. I am willing Joshua. to lay down $50 that if you were to poll, and not like on your Instagram because you're going to get biased response, but if yeah. you were to poll unbiasedly. A thousand people. A thousand people. Okay. You That's would get more people that have watched Saving Private Ryan right than now. they have Hook. Yeah. Put, because it spoke out. It's World War Two. It's such an integral of part of our history. Get 60 seconds. I get it 60 seconds with to argue why it's people. a better thing. Hook is a great movie. It's whimsical. It's magical. It speaks to the child inside okay, of you. But so, it's literally so never like but Saving Private Ryan speaks to okay, your soul get, in a different way because it is something that actually happened. We should have, so we should have discounted Hook 
and Saving Private Ryan and just put Forrest Gump. Okay. <laughs> That's Honestly. what we should have done. It's Honestly. what we should have done. I would have been okay with Give that. Give us 60 seconds. I'm not going to even lie. Seth gets 60 seconds. I get 60 seconds to argue our point. All right, right now. Seth. Go. Ready? Sixty seconds. 60 I mean, it doesn't seconds. matter. It's already canon anyway. But all right, okay. We're, we're this is this is this gives this allows you to give your piece about it. Okay. All right. Sixty seconds. Wait, what am I doing? You're arguing. You're that? arguing. Joshua doesn't want us to talk over each okay, other. Okay, reset it. Reset it. <laughs> Sixty seconds to Go ahead, argue go. your point. Okay, my point is this. Hook is a great movie. It's a magical, it's a whimsical movie. It speaks to the child in all of us. It's worth the watch. Everybody needs to watch and Hook. And to the grown-ups. And to the grown-ups. But Saving Private Ryan hits home on a very deep emotional level because of its realism, its graphic, and because it's it's about a war that was so integral to this country's history. World War II was a time when everybody was banded together for the good of each other. Mm-hmm. So it just it speaks on a more emotional level. Neverland isn't real, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's but it's good for our imagination and for our escape as adults to go back to that child within us. But ultimately, Saving Private Ryan is gonna speak more to people because of what it's about you know and that that kind of you know because it's more it's one of the most realistic war movies we also have as well stop all right that was a great that was a great okay. point seth i actually really agree with you um joshua give white, wait why it predicts okay why it predicts just briefly why it predicts josh is gonna, gonna say disagree. josh is gonna say a lot without saying much <laughs> 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 let's go all right go joshua I agree with exactly what Seth said, but I agree, and that's why I'm saying Hook is better. Because what is ultimately Hook? What is Peter Pan? Okay, Peter Pan is the dreams of what our childhood was, but the story isn't that. The story is the dreams that we have as kids growing up. So, you were saying that um, Hook is more for kids, and it's more of us as as child you said something like that Mm. i I said speaks to the child in us speaks to the child in us but yes no that's not what hook is that's what it peter pan is but hook was ultimately going from a kid to an adult and that uh forgetting who peter pan was saving private ryan is from a filmmaker's perspective probably a better film i agree but ultimately hook has a deeper meaning and it speaks to our inner child and forgetting what our dreams as a child w- it Stop. is. Okay. R. R. I'm going to give this one to Seth because Josh didn't Josh didn't hammer home why more people like I could Peter see Pan. where Joshua was going. Yeah. I disagree, but I think I know where Joshua was going because he was saying um, but there again, are lessons as an adult that Hook brings us that maybe true. Saving Private Ryan doesn't bring us, but Saving Private Ryan... I think the goal of that is ultimately, um, I mean, it spoke to a lot of people who are in the military, mm-hmm. of course. We talked to Andrew Fan at the end of the podcast last week about that and what, what he likes about it. But also, I think it ultimately, for the average viewer, Saving Private Ryan gives you an admiration and respect for the military mm-hmm. and these people who do make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Hook gets to us a message that is more of a personal, on, on a personal level, essentially. Yes, um, And it, it has to do with mixing our our childhood whimsical stuff and converting that into actually being an adult and that's what hook does and it does it really well i don't know if it deserves a higher admiration on our list than saving private ryan but it's canon when, it's when gonna did, go when way. did you watch saving private ryan i'll tell the you first what time? <clears throat> like when 
early high school, probably. Okay. So, but but Hook rings more with your soul. Yeah, right? because ultimately Peter Pan rings with yeah. my soul. I think growing up, I always have so Peter Pan was so one of biased. my favorites. <laughs> so you're biased. No, no. I, I, he's biased. I, I agree biased. Saving Private Ryan this is, is a fantastic so film biased. and is could be on our list. But it's not better for overall people and it doesn't it doesn't film. have it doesn't have the whimsy mm-hmm. right on and, a on a top tier i would put hook saving private round would be right after it it's up there but it's not hook i want to know what our viewers think so why don't you comment down below we did a poll if you're actually. watching did you really joshua did a poll we got two thumbs picks. down on our picks not two for not how many 90s. thumbs up did we get oh uh, oh, that was just for the, this yeah, was the 60s yeah. and 70s. We haven't done 80s and 90s yet. We got two thumbs down. One of them was okay. Josh. <laughs> we, could do, we, could do, we could do a poll on Instagram, but also if you are watching on YouTube, please comment down below your opinion. Do you think Saving Private Ryan should have been on the list, or do you think Hook does, I, well I think deserves its place? Or, but Hook think, is good. or do you think because this argument is, is so you know close – that we should have scrapped both and put Forrest Gump on the list. That's, that's also <laughs> because an option. Because I think that's a better well, we know alternative. Esther's not going to like that. Oh, God. I think it's a better alternative. Okay, I have another theory. That's actually not a theory at all. It's, it's like, just a good it's idea. It's almost like Hook and and Saving Private Ryan rolled into one. Yeah. So it's like a burrito. It's like a burrito. It's, it's, it's like, like a burrito with like a nice got, movie burrito. It's got the whimsy. It's got the war. It's got beautiful, heartwarming stories. It's got everything mm-hmm. in it. It's got it's exercise. It's like a warm bean burrito. It's got exercise. <laughs> that you kind of get diarrhea from. Okay, I got a great idea for merch. We'll do a hat that says, I disagree, and we'll do a shirt or a hoodie that says, Saving versus Hook. Ooh. That'd be cool. Mm. I this buy is gonna that be, and wear it everywhere. This is going to be a never-ending argument, probably, yeah. if we keep bringing it up. But um, I did want to... What was I actually going to say? Crap. Sorry. Oh. Did we talk? Did we finish our, our thought about what is what are we gonna do? We decided we're doing Lord of the Rings yeah. as combined. Yeah, but <laughs> well, what are I we actually we doing? Say, yeah, I, I was gonna say because you can't really you can't really do Lord of the Rings as just one movie just because of how they were made too. They're just it's just one. It really is more like one big movie as as far as Marvel goes. Mm-hmm. If if you pick a Marvel movie for your 2000s or 2010s pick you gotta you're i want you to argue it oh you're gonna goodness. have How to about, argue why it needs to be on we the make list. a rule right now you can have whatever marvel movie you want on your personal list but ultimately the, the third the final three can only have one marvel movie on it if if, if it you does. manage to argue it on there Look, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. You, I don't think you should pick a Marvel movie unless you can argue it yeah. on. Unless you feel comfortable arguing it onto the final. And let list. me tell you right now, I can argue. I'm very comfortable. To you, you, you can argue. I am, but very, I think, very. I, very only, I think the only Marvel movie that deserves to be on the final list is the first Iron. Man. The first Iron Man. But I think I'm that's very comfortable no, arguing it. No, any Marvel to stay off. You of disagree. The list. I know what came before okay, the first Iron but Man. But I disagree. Oh, with what you 
what superhero we're not film talking about was the best when we say marvel we're talking about Spider-Man. mcu specifically we're, yeah, joshua MCU. we're talking about mcu specifically not i believe Spider Man's part of the mcu no not not the toby Maguire. not yet ladies and gentlemen not yet if you want to if you want to i i fully i fully stand behind you if you put any toby Maguire movie on except the third one First and oh, second, okay. yeah, you can you can have to be both the, of them on your list. The second one's like better. The third the one, one's good, dude, but the second one's the better. third the one is really second one is, really so one is fantastic. The third one is really lovable, like for the fact that it's so bad. Yeah, like it's almost like I'm trying to think of. It's like that. It's like a pug. I love pugs. Yeah, it's I love ugly. <laughs> it's, it's really ugly. It's kind of stupid. You Spider-Man know, Spider-Man Three is you like you almost a pug. feel sorry for it, but you love it because yeah. it's so adorable. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I am gonna disagree with you. Yeah, I know. Okay, because I you're saying that we should completely discount Marvel. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm very. You're saying be comfortable to get it on top three. I'm saying I'm very comfortable arguing Marvel to stay completely off our top threes. But I but we're talking about the influence of movies on people. Who you tell me who since Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. has had a bigger impact on our everyday lives. I was about to say. Oh, I, definitely not our everyday life. I, I don't gonna, think any filmmaker has had an impact on our everyday life. I disagree. You 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 tell me George Lucas. You tell you know me how many times I Peter spent Peter Jackson. You know how many days okay, I spent so lightsaber fighting my cousins. We've got it. Star Wars. Did you bend over Lord of the Rings? Any of those times? Marvel. What about Harry Potter? Harry Potter. If we're going to reach out to our especially female audience, Harry Potter was beloved by the women. If Harry it Potter was. gets on the final three, I'm going to I'm going to kill one of you. <laughs> I would only argue for Harry Potter Prisoner is a, of Azkaban or the Half-Blood Harry Prince. Potter is Star Wars with wooden sticks. <laughs> it's um, not lightsabers. Don't worry. Um but I Marvel I think has to play a factor. If Lord of the Rings gets to play a factor, mm-hmm. right, and it only had three movies, it was massive, it yeah. was beloved by people, Marvel has to be a factor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't... It has impacted our lives for the past 13 years. You you certainly can't go without mentioning the, the absolute, like, cultural impact it had. I mean, you can't not mention it at all. Maybe how you much, know how ma- much you, money did Endgame make in the box office? I, you know, too much for that made a for lot. that alone. But the, it completed the story arc of mm-hmm. our characters, of our characters. Mm-hmm. These are our generation's mm-hmm. superheroes. I mean, think about it. There are when Marvel... there are Hercules, there are Achilles, there are you know. Uh, the Zeus, Zeus Poseidon. and Poseidon. These are our and superheroes Josh for Wiseman. our generation. But you do not think that they are messing messing up a lot of stuff for everybody. Like what? Uh, well, specifically DC. You think that DC would be as bad as it is, as it is if Marvel oh, wasn't you're as not big ever, as they DC are. shoots you, themselves in the foot. I have no sympathy. You cannot make something good without other people trying to copy you in a bad way. It does it That's the thing I argue Marvel at this point I don't think is good anymore. You're wrong. No. The I I have to say this, the end of Endgame Rug. was very hokey. You're wrong. Well, the end of Endgame was so The end of Endgame? What do you mean? The the end of, like the, when the Cap came battle, back? Dude. The final battle? Okay, yeah. It was there, there were hokey parts in the final sure, battle. Sure, but I mean, there that's was more hokey than there Marvel's was awesome. always been that way. 
Right. They've always like Look, had the comedy. If you want to say the first Iron Man deserves a spot, I might give you a sliver. But you're competing with a lot of stuff, man. There's a 2000s and 2010s. I would also has been the golden age of nonstop good films. I would also argue for Civil War. Civil War. You know what was, was a good pretty... film? M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan's Avatar. Okay. That was a great film. Right. That All was right. a fantastic right. okay. film. Be quiet. We're talking. <laughs> We're talking. Shop, okay. Joshua. If I had a, if I had a lapel, I just mic, think that's when I'd rip it all. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I think that. I think Marvel has played too much of a part in our lives for the past, for our entire teenage years, for us to be like, eh, we, we're not going to put it on the list. Maybe y'all can talk about that when you do the video. Listen, we're not going to put, put it, it on the list. The thing is, I don't think it's been on the list. Star Wars gets to, be on, to be on there. Harry Potter gets to be on there. I'm going to say Lord of the Rings gets to be on there. mad at me. I got disappointed right around freaking the galaxy one guardians, of the, guardians of, the of the galaxy i got disappointed right around that time oh oh because it was too silly because it was too good no yeah makes sense they, it's nothing had nothing to do with the silly it. has nothing to do with chris pratt has nothing to do with all these great actors it has everything to do with where the studio was making was going with the films at that point hmm. you knew where it was going yeah where we see it at right now no. two it's oversaturated we have stupid characters like captain marvel in the universe which are dumb. Okay, that's we a agree. whole separate discussion we, right no, there okay, about Captain I, we, Marvel. We agree on all these points, right? Also, Benedict Cumberbatch, freaking Doctor Strange is a dumb character. I don't we care agree. if he was a comic. I agree. I, I agree. Dumb character. I agree. But I love the good characters more than that. If you watch WandaVision, you might like it a little better. Yeah, I think... I agree That's how with you do where a you're really saying good character arc. Hit this stage of not good Marvel movies, but then we are getting into Disney Plus originals that are kind of it's going to be it's long reinventing form itself. Storytelling, it's yeah, going to be. Which I'm it's open to be that. I'm yeah. open better, to that, I but I think good. we hit a wall with the movies, and we haven't recovered. What? I'll I'll agree, I'll agree that. But it I'll, was pretty early on too. I'll agree that the the bad guys were shallow. We could do right? it for hours. The humor was mad. We really could. Okay, um, but we? yeah, we're going to end it once I make my point. <laughs> okay, but again, these are superhero movies. They are about superheroes. Not mm -hmm. everything is going to be Christopher Nolan's Batman. Sometimes I just want to see... that's not anybody's list. Sometimes... Um, it would, all three would be on Sometimes list. I just, just want to see night. the Hulk destroying things. I am not <laughs> looking for some sort of commentary on society okay well, we all we all agree we don't want that i just want to watch superheroes fight yeah but there's a way to do it and i think it has to do with how far you suspend your audience's belief if you can get them to see extraordinary things but not have to suspend their belief too far like christopher nolan's batman it works but christopher hard. nolan's batman can only go so far i understand Ultimately, what do we think? Or what do we think is better? Thanks for joining us on this episode <laughs> of the podcast. This is a great time, guys. Yeah. Thank you for having it, me on. It really was. I really I, enjoyed this. Yes, I'm very honored to be that. the first in-person guest on the mm -hmm. podcast, and you won't be the last. To at, all, at to so all of you last. that come after me, take it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be. I preceded all of you. <laughs> oh, we, our video stopped behind us. Um, it's all good. Wait, we're really glad you guys sat through this. I hope we didn't 
I didn't mean for it to get heated, but it did. Um, and so we love you the same way that Seth loves his Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, we subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to this channel YouTube on channel. YouTube. If you listen to us, thank you for listening. We're glad you're here. Follow us whatever you listen to us on, whether it's Apple Podcast or Spotify or Stitcher or iHeartRadio or even Google Podcasts. And guys, go to the comments. Tell us what you think about um, Hook versus... Hook versus... Versus saving... Versus saving, saving, private private Ryan. saving Private Ryan. And let us know if you want merch. Yeah. I was about to say, merch. Hook versus Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the All lawyer. Right. Hook versus Ryan. All right. Okay. Um, should we end this doing 30-second stories? No. This is not midnight. Can I have the final yes. little phrase thing before yeah. like, you just cut it off? Joshua's right going to butt in. He's going to say, I can fix that. No, it's right. not midnight special. Here, I will not say that. Here it is. The last word. Here we go. Shoop de whoop. Shoop de whoop. <laughs> oh no! That was I like knew it. That was like question mark. All right, all right. Do like, it again. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, stop. Do Go it with again. a different one. <laughs> Whoopity scoop. Okay. <laughs> no, so Freaking I, I, did no, scoop. That was like, like that was like shoot did he, question mark. Josh's, I was like, what? Sometimes I feel Joshua always wants to have the last one. Okay.